Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Mindfulness Over Matter. I am particularly excited about this next segment, as it is a topic that is very close to my heart as a counselor, which is mindfulness and mental health. In this episode, I'm going to provide an overview of the mental health issues that mindfulness and meditation has been scientifically shown to improve. I'll also provide you with some tips and resources for you to start implementing mindfulness interventions when dealing with common symptoms related to anxiety, depression, and more. I hope you all found the last mindfulness challenge to be helpful. I asked you to consider and prioritize your self-care and relaxation practices above everything else going on in your life over the past few weeks. I wonder how that went for you. I'm sure for many of you, this might have been difficult or seemed unrealistic, maybe even selfish. It's normal to think this way, especially in a society that values hard work and productivity. But I invite you to explore why you might think this way. For those of you that feel like your self-care and relaxation shouldn't or couldn't be your first priority, I wonder why this might be. What do you notice you put before your health and wellness? And why do you think these things are more important to you? As you think about your priorities and where your health and wellness falls in this list, I want you to ask yourself, if I felt rested, calm, energized, and content, How would this influence my ability to show up and be present for the rest of my responsibilities, for my loved ones, for my education or career? If you found it difficult to carve out time in the day for yourself, you must remember that ultimately you have choices and you are responsible for how you choose to spend your time. Therefore, I challenge you all to try and push yourself out of your comfort zone or usual schedule and even find five minutes a day to do something that brings you joy, relaxation, and that contributes to your health and wellness. These small changes really do count. If you were able to prioritize your self-care or even found it challenging, but put in the effort to make small changes, that's really great, keep going. Speaking of self-care activities, let's now move on to how mindfulness can be beneficial for our mental health. According to the American Psychological Association, There is a great deal of evidence-based research that suggests that mindfulness works as a primary and supportive treatment intervention for a variety of anxiety disorders. This includes general anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, phobias, panic attacks, trauma-related disorders such as PTSD, and obsessive-compulsive disorder. If you can recall the benefits of mindfulness on stress that we reviewed throughout our last series on the benefits of mindfulness on the physiological stress response, many of the same mechanisms are at play in regards to the physical and psychological symptoms of anxiety. For those of you who experience anxiety, I'm sure many of you can relate to that what-if narrative that seems to play over and over again in your mind. This thinking pattern is future-focused and usually inspires worry about possible future scenarios that make us feel distressed and anxious in the present. When it comes to these thoughts, mindfulness helps to quiet the future-oriented mind by bringing our attention to the present moment and to what is actually happening in the here and now. The reverse of the future-oriented mind that tends to spark anxiety is rumination over the past one of the common contributors of feeling depressed. Many people experiencing depression tend to ruminate over the past 
or engage in thinking patterns that are past-oriented, which may inspire feelings of regret, guilt, loss, sadness, and other distressing emotions. As I'm sure you can decipher, the present focus and acceptance that a mindfulness practice offers helps to avoid thinking about the past through the encouragement of present moment awareness and acceptance of what is, without the attachment of harsh or critical judgment, and avoids over-identifying and become overly caught up in emotions that might pop up along the way. In fact, the benefits of mindfulness for treating depression are so impactful that mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, or MBCT for short, is considered one of the leading interventions in psychotherapy for treating depression and major depressive disorder. MBCT is a specially designed eight-week program that is typically delivered in a group format. Participants engage in mindfulness interventions, meditation, and other skills-based training. Participants are also directed to explore the thought processes that reinforce harmful thoughts and distressing emotions. This includes negative self-talk, hurtful things that we tend to think about ourselves and sometimes believe. These thought patterns can be so habitual, unconscious, and so ingrained that it takes a great deal of focus and effort to identify them, interrupt them, and shift our thinking. Through an MBCT approach, the goal isn't to change or fix the content of these thoughts, but instead, become closely and consistently aware of these thoughts and patterns. This heightened awareness itself is actually shown to reduce the intensity and frequency of these harmful thought loops and narratives. Zindel Siegel, one of the developers of MBCT, states that it is the repetition and reinforcement of coming back to awareness that is cultivated through mindfulness and meditation that is key to the program. It is essential that participants engage in these practices beyond the program and throughout their life to continue cultivating self-awareness. One of the most popular mindfulness practices taught in this program is called the three-minute breathing space, which can be easily found on Google. I encourage you all to give it a try. The results of MBCT have been groundbreaking. In fact, two randomized clinical trials in 2000 and 2008 found that MBCT reduced the rate of depression relapse by 50% for those who experienced recurrent depression. Recent findings also revealed that MBCT, while tapering off of medication, is just as effective for treating depression as continuing ongoing medication. According to McMaster University, the research around mindfulness interventions and psychotic disorders, including schizophrenia and psychosis, are not as conclusive as anxiety and depression. The results are mixed, and it is uncertain whether mindfulness is helpful or harmful, specifically for the treatment of schizophrenia. According to McMaster University, early clinicians were concerned that a psychotic state could be triggered during mindful practices as the participant is connected to altered states of consciousness. Therefore, mindfulness interventions should be adapted by clinicians so that they are safe for each person living with schizophrenia. However, Lecomte and Spidal note that mindfulness has the potential of still being a valuable treatment for schizophrenia, as benefits such as self-acceptance and self-compassion have been noted.
It is also important to note that mindfulness has been shown to have a positive effect on cognitive disorders, including Alzheimer's and dementia. In these cases, mindfulness interventions can be protective in fighting off the onset of Alzheimer's and dementia. According to McMaster University, a regular meditation practice has been shown to increase protective tissues, decrease the stress response, decrease cortisol, which has been linked to the development of dementia, and increase cortical thickness and gray matter, which keeps the brain young. As research continues to grow, it is likely that there will be more evidence and findings regarding the protective benefits of mindfulness for dementia and Alzheimer's. The broad range of the benefits of mindfulness and mental health are pretty amazing. As the weeks go on, we'll take a closer look at how mindfulness can help people experiencing anxiety and mood disorders, given the wide range of research in these areas. We will also explore some safe and effective interventions and techniques that you can try at home if you're interested. It is now time for our Mindfulness Monday Challenge. This week's challenge is geared to those of you who find it especially challenging to find time in the day to take care of their health and wellness. These mindfulness exercises are designed to be done in roughly one minute. They're tailored to those of you that are super busy and having a hard time prioritizing self-care. This week, I encourage you all to try as many of the following exercises as you like. Exercise one, take a deep inhale and exhale and stretch for 10 seconds every hour. You'll start this exercise by taking a deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth while letting out a big sigh. Then mindfully and slowly stretch your body, noticing any tightness and offering a little ease or extra attention to these areas. Take an additional 20 seconds to check in to how your body is feeling, and then simply carry on with the rest of your day. Exercise two is called stop. In this exercise, the S stands for stand up and breathe. Feel your connection to the earth here. The T stands for tuning into your body. You'll lower your gaze, scan your body, and notice any physical sensations or emotions. Discharge any unpleasant sensations, emotions, or feelings on your out-breath. And notice any pleasant ones and let them fill you up on the in-breath. The O stands for observe. Lift your eyes and take in your surroundings. Observe something in your environment that is pleasant and be grateful for its beauty. P stands for possibility. Ask yourself what is possible or what is new or what is a forward step in your day. If you find yourself being reactive, try some of the following steps. Pause and take one to three big breaths. Say to yourself, step back. You don't have to physically step back. You can just do it in your mind. Say to yourself, clear head. Say to yourself, calm body. And then breathe in and out again while saying to yourself, relax, melt, or ease. Exercise three is to set an aspiration. Decide on an aspiration. Just ask yourself this question. What is my heart's aspiration? Pause for about 20 seconds. 
Do this a second or a third time and write down what comes up. Perhaps it is to come from a place of love or to be kind to yourself or others or to simply be patient. Once you decide which aspiration you like best, say it at the beginning of every single day. This will set you up for your day and your intentions with other people as well as yourself. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Mindfulness Over Matter. I'm happy to be back and very excited about this next series on mindfulness and mental health. I'll see you all next week.